Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Hi, I'm Mike Tom with Colleen Hood. Today on Connections, our guest survived the unthinkable, a terrorist attack at the Brussels airport in 2016. And she says that even in the midst of the biggest nightmare, God gives a path to follow. It's an incredible testimony of faith and how we can find that path that God puts out in front of us, even in the midst of those nightmare scenarios. That's today on Connections. Janet Winston Young and her husband survived the Brussels International Airport terrorist attack of 2016. Today, she shares that story of recovery and hope with us. She says, I can say that God was with me in the hell of the bombing. Janet, could you tell us about that day and what you experienced? Well, I was driving my husband to the airport here in Brussels uh, to drop him off. And uh, we were in the, uh, on the Delta airline uh, check-in line when um, a kamikaze uh, suicide bomber um, um, exploded. <laughs> and he was, I was facing him and I was talking to my husband. We were about four meters away from him when it happened. Tell us about that moment and and what was going through your mind in the middle of this yeah it was really interesting looking back that instantly i knew that it was a bomb uh, that in fact um i was thrown back i think i was thrown on somebody else that pushed me uh, off of them with their uh, legs and um, that brought me back. I, I guess I had fainted. And uh, that's when I heard the second bomb. And then I started to slip away and, and again. And when I did, I thought clearly uh, to myself, I think I'm dying now. Mm. It's good. And not that it's good to die, but I, I think my 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 sense right then I felt right then that you know that passage in the bible that says even though I walk in the valley of death I fear no evil you, know, you are with me it was something like that I was at peace I knew where I was going I was gonna say uh how could you feel a sense of peace that often if we imagine the worst possible thing happening, we imagine there's going to be a lot of fear and panic and terror. And yet you felt this peace, but you say that that peace, you just knew it came from God and you knew where you were going. Yeah. Well, it, it, it surprised me later when, when, mm. uh, um, when I started thinking about the events and, and what happened and what I thought and what I did and what other people did and all that. I just, it was an amazing experience, you know. It uh, um, makes me think of Jesus' words when he says, I give you my peace, not like the world gives. Mm-hmm. It was something difficult to describe, but yes, it's true. In one of the worst uh, moments of my life, on the brink of death, um, I I was truly at peace 
Now, this was five years ago. Mm-hmm. You survived looking back at this yeah. and thinking about what happened that day. What are your thoughts? Um, well, my thoughts are that I, um, my English isn't so good. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm searching for my words, but I, I feel like I, I got through it. I got through it. Uh, it was a very uh, hard, difficult journey, but I feel like I went through it. But like you go through a, uh, a, a window, you know, it was very painful and uh, pieces of glass flow, uh, fly everywhere and you're injured in the process and it's a shock and all of that. But I, I feel today that, um, yet, you know, the Lord has been with me. God has been with me uh, in that journey too. In the days, the weeks, the months, and I can see the years. It did take a while, and and I'm perhaps I'm not done with the journey still. But I do feel. Uh, often people ask me, uh, you know, do you feel like there's a before and an after? I don't feel that way. I just feel like I went through it. It was a process, and life goes on. Um, perhaps with more depth, <laughs> be more fragile. Um, but at the same time, really thankful that one day I discovered the God of the Bible. Hmm. He made such a difference in my life, and he still does today. Your faith was obviously strong going into this. How has your faith grown since that day? I would say, you know, faith is, I like to say that believing in God is like placing a bet. No, nobody knows for sure um, what is beyond death or um, what spiritual dimension that does inhabit all of humans regardless of their beliefs you know we nobody can say for sure what all that means and what all that um, points to um and everybody places a bet and i placed that bet when i was young a teenager in high school i feel like this experience for me strengthened this step of faith this bet (laughs) that i uh, placed when I was young, because I saw how truly God's peace was with me and how he sustained me uh, throughout the the journey of recovery. There's this wonderful verse in the Bible that says, it's a nice image, I think, uh, that God's eyes are... Um, I'm translating sort of from French, so but God's eyes are are uh, traveling on the surface on, of the earth, looking who He can rescue, who who has a heart fully for Him that wants to be rescued by Him. Uh, I guess so I, I'm transliterating, um, and uh, that's what I experienced. Now, people listening, they heard 
you were dropping off your husband and talking to your husband when the explosion occurred, they're probably wondering what happened to your husband. Did, did he survive? Yes, he did. And we, um, we were, you know, a ball of fire. I saw it coming um, towards me and it wrapped itself around us, particularly my husband who was burned both uh, of our um, uh, eardrums exploded um, and he's had five surgeries um, since one every year, basically so far. And, uh, you know, we wear hearing aids and um, I'm very thankful for technology and for the uh, intelligence that God gave humans um, to produce us such things um but so we had different shrapnel and you know we had different injuries um yeah so very thankful that uh, obviously that my husband uh, lived as well did you ever struggle with anger with god ever like your faith sounds so strong but did you ever go through moments where you were angry that god would let things like this happen or you had to go through something like this I'd say the the uh, the one time where I yelled that God, if I can say so, uh, like that, um, I was. Uh, it, it was the same. You know, I had been treated at the military hospital here in um, Brussels, and uh, after uh, all that needed to be done, I, I was able to take a shower. And I remember clearly; I just could not cry. I was, I, I wanted to. The things I had seen, the people, the the, the carnage. It was, it, it was, and that a human would do that and I remember just saying God do something why don't you do something and that's when uh, uh, um, something from the Bible came back to my mind and this happened many off, uh, many times throughout my uh, recovery uh, that the Bible would just come back to my mind and this verse came that God one day will judge the earth with justice. It was like God was telling me, I am going to do something. Hmm. And uh, and that kind of, uh, you know, it, the verse even talks about there's a date, you know, it, it, the time is set. It's on the calendar. And I think that's, wonderful comfort um, for anybody who has suffered through trauma, whether it's a public one like mine, but one that suffered maybe in private. God knows everything. And one day he will judge with justice. And that really helped me. I don't think I struggled with anger. Lots of frustration from from being unable to function sometimes and things like that. But no, also the fact that I had a worldview from the Bible that made sense, uh, a framework in which to hang things really helped me. People, we, we tend to raise our fist to God and say, you know, God, who 
who blew himself up? You know, we humans, we don't want to look at ourselves. And, and the fact that the Bible gives us a worldview that, it, you know, people say, oh, deep down man is good. Well, you really have to dig. When you've lived what I've lived, you really have to dig. Hmm. And uh, the Bible just says, no, all men are sinners. All people do bad things. And those things really helped me. Uh, even on the spot, I, I, I was holding a woman, a young lady that was, um, her hip was blown uh, out. I don't know how to say those words in English, but she was in a terrible state between life and death. And I was holding her and I said, man, Satan is evil. People do terrible things, but God is good. You can turn to him. Right there, the fact that I had read the Bible, I had an explanation. Satan is evil. People do terrible things. God is good, but God is good. You can turn to him. Right there, we see the hope that God gives us. He will judge, and that really helped me, I think to stay away from anger and bitterness because bitterness just eats you up. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the Bible really helped me on the spot and throughout the recovery. You're amazing. You, yeah. <laughs> you experienced something that, well, basically none of us have ever experienced and hopefully we'll never have to experience in our lives. And even in the midst of this, while you're looking at things that uh, would cause post-traumatic stress disorder, which I don't know if you are dealing with um, in the moment, like you just said, you are able to go back to the Bible and you had your faith and your faith was there and God was there. You know, I don't know how many people could do that. Well, I, I do think I'm very, very, very thankful that I've I've been reading the Bible most of my life. We'll say I was a teenager, like I said, in high school when I made placed that bet on God. And I've been reading the Bible, discovering it, discovering God, how He sees things, how He sees us, um, the 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 direction of history. You know, it's not going in circles, uh, eternal beginnings, re-beginnings and meaninglessness. And, and the Bible just is a book full of hope. It, it, it gives us meaning and purpose and understanding. And, you know, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit talks to us and he uses the word of God. He, he, he can bring those things back to us when we need them. And uh, I really think that the Bible is a book worth discovering. It's an amazing book. It's like a GPS <laughs> that helps you navigate. It really did that for me. Now, trust me, I did have post-traumatic stress. I did have lots of struggles, but I would just always say, okay, I'm, I'm going Sometimes I had a, even a hard time reading because concentration was so bad and all that. But um, uh, often I would get 
very uh, pertinent answers to my feeling of the day or my thought of the day or the question I had uh, in this journey. The book is an, the Bible is an amazing book. Now, speaking of books, you actually wrote a book of your story, your account. Uh, what was that like to write the book and relive those moments? And well, I I had I kept a journal. I did before the events. Uh, well, at the beginning it didn't make much sense what I wrote in it to tell you the truth, but um, um, I, I did write. You know, like when I would start my day. After and I would just write everything like a prayer, like I was talking to God. I would say, Lord, and today I just feel uh, numb or empty or sad or whatever it was. And then I would just read the word, read the Bible. You know, it's called the word of God. That means that's how he talks to us. That's what he tells us. And um, so, and I would write then what I read and how can I apply that today to my life? To, to, does it have, is it pertinent to what I am living right now? Well, sometimes, no. Well, who knows? It might be good tomorrow, you know. But key times, it was just like, that's what I needed to hear. It really, uh, really helped me. Your book is in oh, wait, Excuse me. What I wanted to say I had it all in my journal. So when I wrote the book, it's not like it had already been written because, you know, it was written not in a very formal manner. Um, but basically, my the book, I used some things of my journal uh, to, to put it in the book. And then I did research on the historical background, the, the network of terrorism at the time between Paris and Brussels and things like that. So, um, but most of the things about me were coming from my journal. Hmm. Now that book is written in French. Is there an English version of this available? Oh, no. Well, let's see. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet is good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, there are a lot of French speakers in Canada and in yes. our audience, most likely, but I would need to uh, type it into Google Translate word by word. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, the title of the book is Paris-Bruxelles, Au Coeur des Attentats. And so what it's, is... it's uh, Paris-Brussels because of the link, you know, we had the bombing just four months ah. before in Paris, and it's because the uh, the police and secret services and whatnot were about to catch the ones, you know, about 10 of them blew themselves up then. And, but the police um, was about to catch the other people involved. And that's when they decided that the five bombs that they were reserving again for Paris during the Euro, you know, the football, uh, competition the euro um they they wanted to blow that up in june uh, in france and so at the last minute they thought we're going to be caught so let's act right here in brussels 
and they bombed, there were two bombs, three bombs actually at the airport, but only two blew, and then two bombs in the metro system and only one uh, blue. So that's why Paris, Bruxelles, and then au cœur des attentats means at the heart of the um, uh, a terrorist attacks. And I chose that title because I was at, in, at the heart of it, but also I wanted to kind of get the conversation going on the heart of the issues that we're all were now it's the pandemic, right? And we're all wondering, well, hopefully now it's, it's uh, going away, but we all wrestled with losing a loved one um, or wondering, uh, am I going to die from it? And this question of life and death, that good and evil and the meaning of life, it's, it's, it's constantly relevant. Yesterday, the bombing, today, the pandemic, tomorrow, what? And I wanted to talk about those questions that we all have on our heart. And I thought, let's get talking openly about things that truly matter. And uh, that was the reason for the title and the reason for why, you know, why I, I wrote this book. For those who want to pick up the book or they want to learn more about you, how can they go about doing that? Can you repeat what you said? For those who want to pick up the book or mm-hmm. they want to learn more about you, how can they go about doing that? Um, well, the, the book can, can be, I think in Canada, it can be purchased as a, oh, what's the word? It's virtual book, what you call that? An, An e-book? E-book type, yeah, uh-huh. And at the back of uh, the book, there's my an email address. People can contact me that way if they would like, uh, if they speak French and, you know, they want to hear more about me, they probably can find me on, on the net as well. Thank you so much for joining us and for sharing your story with us today. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the Connections podcast. It would mean a lot to us if you did so. You can find it at podcastville.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcasts from. We'll talk to you again on Connections.